Today, a middle schooler described me as sad but funny. For the last time, fruit is not a dessert. Please understand this. Do better. Why are movies so long? Can't they just to get over themselves? Like, I have things to do. Come on. Like 85% of the time I'm disappointed in tomatoes. Arbor eat um? I hardly know um. Welcome to Tweet Victory, colon, thread winner, with your hosts at Annie Berg Flames and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory, colon, thread winner. I am at CWC Radio and I'm joined as always by... At Annie Berg Flames with a Z. Annie, we are getting close to the holiday season. Uh, when this episode drops, um, I know some some folks uh, will be, you know, on their Thanksgiving break. Some of us have a few days next week, but we kind of wanted this. Think about this as like a holiday special because we won't record an episode next week. Um, you know, during the uh, or I should say we may not. Maybe we will. We'll 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 see. Uh, we have not scheduled that. We have not talked about that. But there may not be an episode next week. So you know, in some ways, this is part of our part of our holiday season. Um, so we have something special instead of uh, a thread. You told me you said some words to me that um, were very exciting. You said, uh, "What if I just tell you a story?" So um, I'm going to sit back and I want to hear this story. I'm going to crack open a soda. Ooh, what do you got there? Uh, this is a a uh, <laughs> this is not SponCon, but it's a Dr Pepper Zero, which is quite good. Um, Honestly, so good. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm a big Dr Pepper zero? fan. It's way better than like a diet Dr Pepper. So. And for the Zero series, um, the Dr. Pepper is king. Like, it's really good. Yeah, I am so, on rec- I am on record podcast. I, I'm sorry, I'm hijacking this to talk about zero calorie sodas. Um, <laughs> I am on the record probably since, um, trying to think when Coke Zero first came out. Like, it goes back 10 plus years. I am on record of being a fan of the Zero technology. And um, not everybody mm-hmm. was on board. Now it's kind of everywhere. And it's great. It's I don't know what it is. It'll probably kill me, but uh, it's, it's better than whatever diet soda is. So uh, I'm all on board. So Annie, so you, take it away. Yeah, you were there on the ground floor. I'm glad you sip that. Don't think about what it's doing to your body. And uh, let me tell you this story. So um, I think I would need some context first. So like about a month ago. Is this a story I can interrupt you during? Yes, please. Okay. Always. All right. Great. About a month ago, I walk into school. And I walk past just outside the the front doors of the middle school building. There was a um, and it starts sad. It's gonna it's a, it's gonna be okay, Sam. Okay, so just go on the journey. There is a a little bird and it's laying on its side and its eyes are closed and it's not moving. And um, this is like eight in the morning when all of the students are just about to come into school. It's the first thing they see to start their day is this dead bird, like very prominently placed dead center pun, not intended in front of the middle school building. So do, do we I have, have to a go, sense of cause of death? Um, I'm guessing just running into a building, something classic like that. Sure. Sure. Bird um, stuff, it, right? Yeah. A bird, a, a sad bird thing. So it, it probably hit a window. Anyway, I had to go get the janitor and request that they collect the, the bird from. And meanwhile, these little sweet 12 year olds are like, Miss Annie, do you think it's going to be okay? And I'm like, mm. um, sometimes they're just stunned. So um, maybe it'll get back up and fly away. Why don't you go to class? And then like usher them off to class. And then we we bring in the 
the janitor to collect. Now, now is the janitor brought in because um, that's protocol? Is it because you were at this point you were busy with kids or is or is it a just you don't want to have to do it? This was kind of a yeah, I was I was greeting the kids in the morning, trying to lighten the mood after that experience. And so it was like, you're the first person nearby. Also, can you please like help me with this? So sorry. I don't want you to have to do this to start out your day either. So this Um, couldn't have been you just kicked it into the grass kind of thing. No, there was no grass nearby. There was like there was like a bush um, but it was kind of like elevated, like uh, okay. to like a decorative bush. So it didn't feel like like if I threw it on there, it would probably just sit on the top of the shrub. You know what I mean? So where, where are you at with touching dead birds? Um, I I have not ever touched one, but Mike has and he survived. So I feel like if the situation was right, I could pick up a dead bird and it would be fine. How about you? Uh I don't again I don't want to derail this. This is interesting. I can't say I ever have. Um mm. if imagine a dead bird, a little bird, not this is we're not talking about like a like a falcon or something, but a little <laughs> bird, right? Uh where would you pick the bird up from? Would you grab its foot or would you grab its body? Oh, never grab the I feel like if you grab the foot, that's like grabbing like a, a spider leg and it's like that that feels fragile. That feels like you it but it's is it gonna stay connected. But then it's like, oh, do, is this going to become a now I'm picking up several parts? You think how long how long do you think this bird is dead for? <laughs> the the legs are attached. I guess birds are they are so lightweight. They do fly. But I'm like just picking up the leg. Just when you look at that little round body coming off it, I'm just like physics. The physics I never learned but think I know makes me assume that this body is going to just drop off the leg. Am I weird to think I, and I probably am that that like grabbing its foot is like the cleanest thing to grab. I don't want to get involved with the body. Yeah. I also don't know. Cause birds seem soft to me. It's like, if I'm thinking of a bird and I'm picking it up, like, is there a lot of like fluff I get through before I get to the body? I don't really want to think about like, the size of the body under the fluff where, where the foot is like, it just seems kind of mere. It almost seems like exoskeleton. Like it's just mm. kind of bony. So I think like, I would, I think I would feel more comfortable with that. Yeah. I could see that. You know what? Let me, let me ask my resident orinth- ornithologist, ornithologist. Mm-hmm. I never, I say it wrong. Every time I say it, is it ornithologist or ornithologist? Well, now that you say it like that, I don't know. Our resident bird, bird man. Is he Mike. also a bird mortician, though? Um. Well, he has. He has because you. Has, okay. Yeah, yeah, he has touched okay. the dead bird, Mike. Um. Really quick, off the top of your head, what is the best spot of a bird to pick it up with? I could have phrased that better. If it's dead. If it's dead, where do you grab the bird to clean clean it up off the ground? If it's dead, the bird doesn't care very much. But you might. So he says, if it's dead, the bird doesn't care. But you might care. So if you, if you, Mike Vangstad, resident bird man, walked across and saw the bird on the ground, where would you grab? Would you go for the leg? Would you go for the wing? Would you, you scoop it? You just scoop it and you don't think about what you're scooping. Okay, good. Said like a professional, right? Right. It's just a specimen at that point. It's not don't don't worry about the details. I think I'm still going for the leg. I think that's just <laughs> or that's just what I'm doing. Um, so anyway, this is the context, Sam. 
Now we can come back to debating what part of the bird we grab later. I do really like that idea. But today I wake up and that was like a bad omen, right? That was like a, this is going to Literally suck, kind right? of a bad omen. Like I think right. dead birds are actual, by definition, bad omens. Right. That's not the way I want to start my day. Today, I am walking outside, going to go get my coffee from Mega Coffee in the morning, just around the corner. It's my daily routine. Um, my moru, if you will, morning routine. And so on my moru, I'm walking across the, the crosswalk and in the bike lane, um, on the, by the Huindang Podo in Korean cross light, light intersection light. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a little brown thing on the ground. And I was like, maybe it's a leaf. Maybe it's a turd. I get closer and it's a picture that I just sent you of a little, um, sparrow in Korean. It's chumse, a little sparrow on the ground and its leg is kind of like out, right? Mm-hmm. It's Maybe like, like it's doing a ballet stretch, you know? It almost looks flexible. Yes, yeah. it's kind of flaunting. Or it has a broken It's almost leg. like if this is a dead bird, it's almost like it's saying, please pick me up by the foot. Yeah, please grab here. Yes. But um, it was blinking, right? So it's kind of like sitting upright. And it's blinking. And I panic. And I call Mike. And I go, Mike, Birdman, what do I do? Like, this bird looks alive, but it, it looks like it's maybe stunned how do I help it? And he's like, well, there's probably not much you can do. I would just try to pick it up with some, like um, if you have like an extra something you can grab out of your bag, pick it up, put it in a bush and just like keep it there. I'm like, okay. Luckily I had an exercise shirt in the back of my backpack because I was going to go see PT man after work who we've talked about on this podcast. So I grab my exercise shirt and I just like scoop it up into my hands. Meanwhile, a bus of students stops at the stoplight and is just watching me pick up this bird like a crazy woman. Another thing is watching me pick up the bird. I look up and there's a crow sitting on top of the streetlight squawking at me. I looked it up. Crows do eat sparrows. Sometimes they will eat them like they'll grab them mid-flight. So this crow, really? yeah, this crow saw a snack and saw me take its snack. I'm like, it's like sitting there waiting for it. It's little paws out and it's like, crow, grab me. So I pick it up and scoop. And, and then the light turns green for walking. I walk across the street. The crow swoops down at me. It was so scary. Um, and then I, I walk into this apartment and I'm like, okay, this is a cute apartment. There's lots of trees and bushes. I'll drop it off here. And I start to feel its little legs like moving. And then I, I feel it's like heartbeat moving super, super I'm not fast. enjoying this at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and it's blinking and it's cute little face. Like, I don't know if you've ever been up, up close to a sparrow, mm -hmm. but they kind of look like they're perpetually angry. Like they have those big eyes and then their, their faces are kind of like smushed. So their beak is like really close in the middle of their eyes. It's a cute bird. It, it's so cute and it looks kind of mad and it probably had a rough day. So fair enough. But, uh, it starts blinking and kind of moving and, and making like little sounds. And then as I'm walking into this apartment complex, it just flies straight out of my hands into the trees. And then I turn to my left and I look and there is the security guard for the apartment staring at me wide eyed mouth ajar 
just like this white woman walked into our apartment. It's not my apartment complex, walked into our random apartment complex and a bird flew out of her hands into the air. And I didn't know what to say because he's Korean and my Korean's bad. So I just said, which means the bird is sick. <laughs> and then he responds with, oh, did it like in Korean? He was like, oh, did it like fly away? And I was like, they, they like, yes, it did. Yeah, it flew away. And then um, he gave me a big thumbs up and in, in English just goes, good job. <laughs> and um, and then I, I think I like muttered like, yes, it's good. OK, bye. And then just like stormed away and grabbed my coffee and went to school. But it was the it was like the good omen to pair with the bad omen from a month ago. And I was like riding high the whole day. I'm still excited about it. That's and like that, that topsy almost became a snack for that big mean crow. Which when I told Mike the story, I was looking for a congratulations or a thumbs up and good job, just like the guard shack. Did he say you he were said, messing with the food chain? Yes, he said you actually just. What if that crow now starves? And I was like, okay, can we look at this from a perspective where I am a hero for once, right? Where this is a good thing. Maybe this is still the natural selection, except for I naturally selected this bird with its little legs sticking out to be like, you're going to survive today. I don't know. Wait, I don't think I don't think natural selection gets you get to use the sentence. I naturally selected <laughs> that, that. That's the definition of like imposing your will over natural selection. OK, yeah, I suppose that's kind of the opposite. But in this scenario, that's how. Look, I never really took many science classes growing up, so these are kind of like my definitions. We know I'm not a scientist, and I've never—I probably have claimed to be one, but I never—I—I—I I, I, I never really took classes, so I naturally selected its survival. Okay, so this is a short film that you need to make because this is great. Like I—it's I, I, funny as you told it, like I could watch—I was watching this. Now it helps that I have this photo that I can imagine the bird. Here's my favorite part of that story is when you're standing over the bird and you're you're picking it up and you realize there's the big crow above you in my head i am also thinking food chain but i'm thinking that that crow is saying oh a bigger predator has come in and taken this i and the crow is like i know my place in the food chain that's why the best part of the story is that the crow attacked you the crow does not see you as an apex predator it sees you as like a lesser predator so it's like i think i could take her on you actually had a you had a crow think you're not so great and you go to a personal trainer i know i was just gonna say that crow doesn't know how many hours i put in to try to make myself stronger and that crow is still like you know what I could take her. Like, yeah. it's nothing. He's I don't truly buy it, sweet. is what he's saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, uh, we're at least on the same level of yeah. consumers in the food web. Like, if not him above me, which makes sense. I mean, I understand that. I remember when I was running a couple years ago, I tweeted about the vultures following me. Like, I am not an intimidating person. To birds, at least. <laughs> birds to are birds. not intimidated by you. <laughs> <laughs> birds I are mean, like it's, it's rodent like it's conceivable that that little sparrow would have turned looked at you and punched you in the face <laughs> and, like what are you doing that little leg is sticking out because it's about to punch or kick me That's right. yeah, yeah for sure um yeah you know what i just feel like it was the underdog won the day i don't know I, i'm i'm proud i'm proud of the work done 
I'm proud of the thumbs up. Good job from the sweet old man guard shack person who I'm going to now go to tomorrow and just give him a wave. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I got to. Mm-hmm. Also, I tell I was telling some friends at work because obviously I need to tell everybody about the fact that I am a hero. And she was like, you know what? He could just go and grab some CCTV footage of the bird flying out of your hand. Cause like there's always CCTVs in Korea everywhere, especially in the apartments. And I was like, I kind of need that footage, right? Yes. If you're saying that this is a potential little short film, I think that could be a really good starting point. Okay. Here's my question. If I'm making this short film, right? I love it. I can picture every scene of it. I love the Mm -hmm. good job. I love the you then walking away. And we have this kind of wide shot of you street level of you walking away. And then we cut to black and we roll credits. Now there's not a ton of credits on this because it's a short film, but then post credits, we cut back to that same shot, right? Mm. Now you're no longer there. The good job man is there <laughs> and we see the crow fly into the tree that the, that the sparrow went to and take out, like, we don't see it take out the sparrow, but we know it's like, okay, lady, you did all this to impose your human will on it, but still the crow's going to eat. That would be my ending to the story. Well, and that's the thing. I was like, I did call Mike cause I was like on cloud nine and um, it was just euphoric and I called Mike and I was like, I saved the bird. And then I was like, well, you know what? I maybe just prolonged its death. Mm-hmm. Like that bird was tracking us. Now I was looking over my shoulder at the crow to make sure it wasn't following me down the whole sidewalk. It did seem to go away after that swoop in the intersection. Um, but it crows are smart. And they're probably smarter than me. They're definitely stronger than me. So I feel like it was probably just waiting for me it to me to deliver the meal to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But you know, maybe not. Maybe that little chumse, that little sparrow is still flying around right now or on the ground somewhere else waiting for someone else to pick it up. And that's my story. I, I love how proud you, you are of the story. I mean, and, and you should be. Like, I would also be that way. But I also know you have a great marriage because your husband instantly deflated your pride. <laughs> right? It was just no. like, you know. He grounded me. Yeah. yeah he was like, yeah. well, you think you're great. And you are great. But this is maybe, <laughs> you maybe stole someone's snack. Like, let's look at this a couple different ways. So, right. Um, and I need that ego check for sure. But then this podcast is for the very opposite. So I don't know. So I, I I hate to tell you this. Yep. But you told us a story that has two distinct acts and episode episodes. Mm. Act one is the first dead bird, right? Mm. So we've established your care for birds, your fear of a bad omen. Act two is this story. The problem is this needs an act three. <laughs> Now, we're not here to write Act 3 because you're such a fan of nature and natural selection. <laughs> I'm just telling you Act 3 is coming. and we don't, But and here's the thing. We don't know what kind of story this is. Is this a triumphant, like, joyful comedy? Is this a dark thriller? Like, we don't know what role the crow plays in this story. We don't know what role the sparrow plays. We don't know if it's just a different set of birds altogether. But there is going to be one more act to this story. You are in, the, you are in the middle of a movie, and you don't even know what kind of movie it is. And there will be birds. Like, that's what we do now. There will be birds. 
We don't know if it's going to be good or bad. Yeah. I mean, we don't know ch- my outcome. There's a chance you go to sleep tonight and tapping on your window all night as a crow looking in at you. <laughs> and what would I do? That's the thing. What can you do at that point? Yeah, I suppose it's just. Probably never it, go outside again. Let it naturally select me or something. Because here I would be know. the thing. It's it's you're you're lying in bed. We hear the tapping. We cut to the window. We see the crow tapping. Oh. We we cut back to you, and you're sort of like, "What am I supposed to do?" We cut back to the window, and there's two crows tapping. <laughs> <laughs> and you never go outside again. There's a version <laughs> of the story that ends that way. And then the final scene is just a swarm of crows outside. Yeah. And what do we call a swarm of crows? A murder. Yeah, you think about that for a while. Okay, wait, actually, it's really scary. Yeah. This is the Halloween episode we never had. That's right. But it's the <laughs> Halloween episode we deserve. <laughs> exactly. But again, maybe it's a different story. Yeah. Because because maybe everything I just said plays out, right? But you can't stay inside. You have to go to work the next day. And mm. you step out, and there is like four crows sitting at various strategic points as you walk out the door and you stop terrified. Right. And even the good job man is across the street and he sees it too. And he's like, and you're both kind of like, what are we supposed to do? And then your uh, sparrow swoops in and scares the crows away and perches on your shoulder and you sing a song and the, and, and the movie ends. That could be your story too. I love that. That's a little Disney princess. Of course you love that. Or maybe it is better than the other option. Another could be I walk under these four crows staggered kind of in the trees. And one of them looks me dead in the eyes and gives me a little head nod. And he's like, yeah, I get it. I get why you did that. As he's got little feathers in his beak from from the sparrow. (laughs) You see who's on top? Who's on top? Oh, all right. Well, Annie, if we've learned nothing, we have learned that 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 birds do not respect you. <laughs> no, I am below them in every Because even the bird you saved didn't really thank you. No, no, he just flew right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He seemed kind of annoyed that he was being saved by you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anything, yeah, he flew off to get away from me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I did cure him in that way. Yep, so uh, nature doesn't respect me, birds don't respect me, but... And you are not um, an apex predator. And I'm not a hero, according to my husband. So um, we haven't learned much. Those are all things we kind of already knew deep down inside and have established on this podcast, but... But now we have um, more evidence. Yeah, yeah, I am. And we have a third act that we're waiting on. Yes. (laughs) I I would love it if, if in like three weeks you you tell us that we have an episode titled act three <laughs> and it's just whatever the next story is there will be birds act three. Ooh, i love it come on that was great we, we have to end on that that's a <laughs> blackout and mic drop moment uh if you like what you're hearing if you like the storytelling that you get with an episode of tweet victory colon thread winner you should follow uh, at Annie Bergflames on threads at Annie underscore Bergland on Twitter. You should subscribe to the channel 3900 podcast network. You should email us, give us your pitches for act three. Um, and then nature will just give us the act three that we deserve, but, but hmm. give us your pitches. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Channel 3900 at gmail.com. That is all the time that we have, but we will be back 
maybe next week with another episode of Tweet Victory colon Threadwinner. See you then. Follow us at Annie Berg Flames on Threads and or Annie underscore Bergland on Twitter.